0: So I said to my staff, I said, sometimes you need to look and ask yourself, okay, this plate of shit is in front of me. Do I do I appreciate it or do I look at what is the best essence for it? Because sometimes shit thrown, thrown at you are good advice, right? Sometimes people who care about you, they tell, they are telling you things about um, what you need to take note. Death has always been a certainty. That's what I like about it. To be a set of endless topics that we can talk
1: about. Dying with. to meet
0: you. Welcome to my podcast.
1: It's been a while since I last had a chat with my very good friend Ang jo Lee, who you would recognize yeah. by voice or by face as the host of Dying to Meet You. And I do honestly think that she truly is one of the voice of our generation. And I thought it'd be very cool to just hang out with her like how we used to do back in the COVID-19 days, and just talk about things. Yes. We have gone out a couple of times, and when we always talk, I wish I had a recording device with me because there's always so much beautiful nuggets <laughs> of wisdom that Ang would drop, and uh, we would miss it because, you know, just talking over coffee, no, <laughs> no stress, <laughs> no recording devices.
0: That's true.
1: Yeah. Uh, but Dying to Meet You is making a comeback again. You can see us on YouTube and podcast uh, which is available on Spotify, Google or Apple and we will have guests coming in from time to time but this week uh, I want to talk about the saddest part about funeral the saddest part about death and while it sounds melancholy and all that but trust you me when you're sitting down talking about stuff like that I'm Julia as a way of making it light-hearted and uh, hopefully within the conversation you guys may have would find something to laugh about. So we're going to talk about regrets. <laughs> mm, that's right. And you have a very cool think, line about regrets.
0: I do. Uh, you know, I always advocate this line which is live life with no regrets and leave life with no regrets, right? Yeah. And so often we talk about this phrase, you know, live life with no regrets like YOLO, YOLO, you only live once. Yeah. Uh, but what do we really, really know about regrets? And I think in my line of work, I sin a lot. All right, in my line of work, uh, I do have times where I have to be faced with regrets. Um, when I observe what people talk about or say to their loved ones, it, it breaks my heart. Right, mm-hmm. It really breaks my heart to hear them or ask me if they can do this act of service or to kiss their loved one or to say certain words. And they just wish that they could say it to them before this person has passed away. Yeah. So I think regret has always been a big um issue that we do want to address right i think it's also through regrets that we learn to live life um i think you know sometimes people say oh i don't want to have regrets or i remember this particular uh phrase that i saw it on a sitcom uh, Mm. many years ago Mm. i can't remember which sitcom it says that i don't regret the things i've done but only those that i have not done Yeah. so that sort of stuck in me for a long time and i said okay yeah i'm gonna you know whenever i want to do something i will do it because i don't want to have regrets and um so i thought this was more app you know like live life with no regrets and then when you leave life you have no more regrets as well so and with regrets being face to face with regret i think this also helped us to live life right, and, and to embrace the challenges that we have i said Instead of skirting around it, but to face it, um, face the challenge. And then, you know, to explore
1: the things that you haven't done or, or be brave to do mm. it. I like that line. Um, what Can you can you run by me that again? Let me try. I mm. re- don't regret the things I've done. I regret the things I have not done.
0: I don't regret the things that I've done. I only
1: regret the those that I have not done. I don't regret the things that I have done. I not. only... Regret no, I uh
0: yes, <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> right? I don't regret the things that I've done, but only those that I've not done. So
1: I have a you... similar line to that. <laughs> Is it yeah. okay? Come. And I've lived this for quite a number, uh, a large part of my life with this mantra. But my girlfriends, as not not girlfriends at the same time, but sequentially, you know, in my relationships, none of them like this idea at all.
0: Mm-mm. I said,
1: do first apologize later, and I get hell for that. but it's true do first and then you won't Uh, be sorry for it (laughs) absolutely
0: yes because Emmanuel said the same thing you know Emmanuel he always say that just um, so I always say oh no 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 you shouldn't do that and he said no no maybe it's easier to ask for forgiveness forgiveness (laughs) than permission uh, y- right So it's absolutely Just do first Then it's, Oh I don't know I didn't know this Ask for forgiveness man. So that was the strategy like.
1: Speaking of regrets <laughs> And forgiveness uh, I am in a very Interesting s- spot In my life right now Where a lot of things Around mm. me Seem to revolve Around that theme of um, Shouldn't be doing First apologizing later <laughs> or, or There would be some regrets <laughs> In just doing things anyway But that's a different story For another day <laughs> but Going back to the topic yes. Of regrets <laughs> yeah I, I hear you that when we are at a diving bed and of course i would like to think we are too young to have that conversation but at the same time death mm-hmm. will come to us all we should not be thinking oh we are too young to die anyone can die i can walk on the streets tomorrow and that could, could absolutely be last, right? yeah but at the point when you're taking your last breath i can i can understand like all the mistakes that we have made in our lives those were at some point in the entire journey, building blocks to who we are. And I mm. would also think that there would be times in that, uh, in, in our life, in that moment where we go, I should have done that, but I I didn't. Making mm. the mistake is bad. Mm. Not making the mistake, I think, personally, is worse. Mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. Yeah, in fact, you know, I think that's um, that's something we have to ponder about. I mean, there's so many quotes, right? That teachers ask about, uh, like yesterday I was reading this quote. Maybe I should read it. And I think this was really, um, it's just so apt. It says that first I was dying to finish high school and start college. Mm. And then I was dying to finish college and start working. (laughs) And then I was dying to marry and have children. And then I was dying for my children to grow old enough for school. So I could return to work. And then I was dying to retire. And now I'm dying. And suddenly I realized I forgot to live.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, look at this. Goosebumps, baby. Goosebumps.
1: <laughs> oh, man! Absolutely, right? I mean, oh
0: geez. Ooh. But it's so true that, you know, so I always um so it also make me realize, you know, are you dying to leave or you're living to die? So so I think it's absolutely important to, you know, that we live our life and then and, and we know the day will come, but just like you say, right? Uh, I often advocate that I don't just take care of the old people I take care of deceased person and it yeah. could be young and they can be old mm. so rather than saying oh I do have a lot of time you never know right yeah. and then that's the the, the the part that we always say oh live each day as if it's the last that, yeah. that's the the frequently said <laughs> I know it's easier uh, to say
1: this than to actually mm. live it, but to let go of resentment let go of anger let go of all the things that you feel Have been done wrong to you Letting Mm. go of that It's not so much For the other person That you're forgiving Right It's You're forgiving that person It's not that person Got away scot-free It's Mm. yourself Because I have lived uh, I mean You kind of know My my situation for a bit As well Mm. At least Mm -hmm. least on the surface For the last six years I have lived With resentment in my heart And Mm -hmm. it was building And festering And eventually It has come to A level where We finally had a chance To sit down And talk about it Mm, mm. And do you know what I discovered A Mm. lot of the resentment Though There is some basis Of truth To that Mm. Most of The fuck ups in life On anybody's part Largely is based on perception
0: Oh true Because there's already
1: already Something not right But instead of solving Mm. it Forgiving and moving on Mm. You start to build Other things on top of that Because you already have A very different lens Yep. So the rest of that journey, Maybe the, the front part Is re- Someone else is responsible For you feeling that way But the rest of it That's all you the, mm. the ability to let go The ability to forgive The ability to Deconstruct What you're going through It's all in that person And there's no one's Responsibility Absolutely. but yours
0: yeah, I, I love that. You know, I always feel that uh, it's accountability. Uh. Mm. you got to be accountable for your own life, for your own shit, for your own fucked up. I mean, you can't blame someone else, mm. right? And 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 whether you're successful or you're not successful, it points down to you, you being you. Mm. Nobody is responsible for that. And I like that because um, when, you know, I observe certain people and I realize, and it's also through them that I also learn to, oh, uh, you know, be reflective about, what is my action and what is my words. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes it's people that is around you, the closest people that's around mm. you that sort of give you the impression of, you know, why are they living a life like this? Yeah. Right. Or victimizing themselves. Then you sort of recognize that and you realize, am I also victimizing myself? And and do you, when 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 shit hits the fence mm. do you tell everybody oh, it was your fault you know you shouldn't have done that you, because of you that's why I did this but then you should ask yourself nobody forced you to make that decision you mm. did it yourself mm. so so I absolutely agree even letting go is your own decision yeah
1: we, ha- we are in a culture where we victimize ourselves we cannot take blame mm. and ownership of anything anything that mm. goes wrong oh it's someone else's fault against us and that's why words like gaslighting like now What's like gaslighting what's like mm. now becomes such a big deal because mm-hmm, everyone is mm-hmm. trying to throw shit on somebody else and when I yeah. actually stand up there for any situation anything that goes fucked up because I mean we are bosses right We when things go wrong it's not just throwing the stuff under the bus mm. it's part of management issue as well or we are accountable for things that go wrong but that mm. mindset is very few and far between but I feel that if a person mm. can actually take this message and reflect upon themselves and in any given situation, see it from different angles as opposed to, no, I'm the victim, it's your fault. I, there's going to be a lot of growth possibility in that mindset.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I use this word, are you a victim or a victor? So when I start to look at myself as, what what is the one phrase that you often say to yourself? Um, is it words like, uh, oh, why does this always happen to me? So I, I, at a very young age, maybe because I was doing, you know, the motivational um, seminars mm. and and something that sort of woke me up was, if you always hear yourself saying, why does this always happen to me? Then you should start to wake up. <laughs> the that problem you is are you. Running. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> you keep doing the same shit all over again and then you expect things to change. Of course, it's not going to change, you know, so... So when you start to realize why does this always happen to me? Why do I always get shitty guys? Why does this you know issue always uh, people always leave me? Then you should self reflect. Yeah. That is you. <laughs> I yeah. mean, to put it bluntly. I mean, it's just you. So you know, so the I first time the
1: guy the guy does this, you go like, okay, you know, sorry, you feel that way. Second time it's like, ah, oh, you know, meet another sucky guy. Third time, fourth time, like, you hey, thought, wait, there's one constant here, and the constant is <laughs> you.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) So, so I think again, it's not to, you know, some people also have this, maybe they look too inwards, they get so depressed, like, oh, why does this happen to me? Mm. It's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. Now, I, I have this practice that the mind and me is separate, right? As in, um, I do an exercise that the mind and me are separate. Okay. I repeat. I know it's a bit difficult to understand. What do you mean? I am the mind. But there is a difference. And I think some people so will you say from, mind you know, as an uh,
1: M-Y or mind as an M-I-N-D?
0: Mind. Sorry, mind. Okay. Right, M-I-N-D. Mm. So so when people look at, um, they feel that they can't control their mind. Like so we talk about controlling a mind. But how do you do that? Right. And and are you, uh, the, the, the habit of often saying, no, I mean, I am who I am. Mm. But sometimes you you have to pull yourself. Uh, I remember listening to some audio back then, you know, it's so I still remember I got this tape that people it was like, pass it forward, you know, those motivational like Tony cassette. Robbins, those cassette, in the cassette right? Telling of age, huh? <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah, for some y- youngsters who's listening in, you probably don't know what's a cassette, but go find it up. But those cassettes, and then when I, I still remember listening to to them, it might be a CD actually, come to think of it. But whether a CD or, or a cassette, I know um, some people just like, what is that? You know? And so it was passed around this motivational uh, book. The, or, or it's, a, it's like a hardcover book, right? And there's like different, I think it's CDs, right? and you have to listen to it and i remember listening to it and one of the exercise that this guru has taught was to remove the the weed the W-E-D, uh, not the <clears throat> the one that you you eat that's legalized huh okay <laughs> not that one like from your garden so he described our mind to be a garden so you want to plant good thoughts into your mind mm. and, and not let the mind think that, oh, um, you know, to grow negative thoughts. So every time there's a negative thought, even like it, he wanted to connect, not just, uh, uh, you know, in your mind exercise, but physically doing the exercise of like, oh, removing the shit. Like, yeah, plucking it out. Like, mm. get away, go away. I don't need you. And then, and I thought that was a good exercise for me. Um, and often whenever there's a, thought that comes in uh i will always you know look at it and ask myself uh what what this is Um, did i share with you my shit theory no shit theory never shit Uh s-h-i-t shit so i have a shit theory that i (laughs) i share with some of my teammates who needed some help so i said a lot of people are gonna throw shit at you right just like keyboard warrior or, or anybody just like your family members will mm. tell you don't do that or, this is all shit like oh you're not good enough so whenever they throw shit at you first thing do you do do you do? You, I mean easily put like if I give you a plate of shit and I present it on the table you know full of shit will you eat it? No will you take it? No? Yeah, okay but
1: yeah, you I, know I, what I would imagine some people might I know you know
0: Yeah. probably won't eat dish, it right? but yeah <laughs> Okay, I'm not getting there, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, whenever uh, people throw shit at you, yeah. the first question you ask yourself is, what do you do with it? Do you take the shit and smear it on your body and then, you know, lay it, load up yourself up? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm shitty. I'm not good enough. I'm this, I'm that, you know, and then the more you listen to all these negative thoughts, which are what I call shit, then then you start to feel burden it weighs you down you you walk slowly you're not motivated da, 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 right so so how do you deal with this shit, this power of shit? so i said to my staff i said sometimes you need to look and ask yourself okay this plate of is in front of me do i do i appreciate it or do i look at what is the best essence for it because sometimes shit thrown thrown at you are good advice right sometimes People who care about you, they tell, they are telling you things about um, what you need to take note. And if they are good, sometimes there's fertilizer hidden, hidden within this manual, right? So take those fertilizer and then put it on yourself. That's good. But the rest of the shit, you should throw it back. You should throw it back at a person, or you should throw it away. But why do people? I, I, I realized something about. Um, I, I had a, I had some drinks. To some friends uh, a few <laughs> days ago, and yeah,
1: yeah. This and this whole topic then, sounds like a like a drinking woman already. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and he asked me what I would do, mm. and so I mean, uh, the, so this guy he shared with me a story about a friend of his was offending a woman, right? And the woman didn't stand up for herself. He didn't stand up for the girl. So my question was: See, this is a part of regret. Why would he bring this up? At uh-huh. a conversation where i just met him uh-huh. i literally just met him he's gonna get off his chest we had. It's,
1: it's weighing on him correct
0: right, right. Mm. so it's weighing on him but the question was do you regret not reacting or responding for mm. this person of an act of kindness at that point in time yeah. so i read this book called Atlas of the Heart and it really talks about the 87 emotions that everybody have to go through wow. and if you use the right language the right word to explain how you feel this could actually help a lot of people in communication so highly recommend this book um i read so many books when i was in france man Mm. and and i think it was so interesting because one of the things that she shared was if you would ask you know what are some of the regrets that you um you you may think about sometimes it's not just about people you care for, like. And she mentioned a phrase, I can't really remember the exact words, but uh, it was more to say that I actually did have a flashback of an incident that I didn't help. I didn't extend my my help. And it actually because of this incident, after that, subsequently, whenever someone needs help, I, and it's like um, a member of public fell. Right? So I wasn't near, but I was. I could have run up to help. So that I regret. And I, you see, this was like maybe over years ago but I still remember this episode mm. in my head that I should have stopped I should have dropped everything in my hand and helped so after this episode then I start to realize okay I'm going to lend a helping hand whoever needs yeah so I think these are things that we want to get it off our chest and yeah it's people throwing shit at you do you catch the shit and say oh my god this shit is so good or you throw it back at them right so my question to this guy was why didn't you react mm. and why did you take the shit or, or why did the girl Accepted this Offensive remark And not Tell the guy off Like hey This is not appropriate This is not nice I think in our era Probably we are A bit more Subdued
1: To To voice out yeah, I, I think your shit theory Has a loophole hmm. You said that if People oh, throw shit me. on you Will you rub shit on yourself Or will you use shit To con- turn oh. it to Fertiliser And use it on yourself But babe I'm not a blunt shit will not help me feel would <laughs> grow better in any way no matter how much hey I we brought. use a
0: lot of shit <laughs> no but some the, the fertilizer is in the essence of the shit so i give you an example many years ago i remember my mom telling me you are always late mm. right so then i was like no so i was in denial mode you know i was literally in denial mode. Mm. but then i realized hey more than one person says that to me so then now I okay I do my best as long as it's not work related I always um, reach on time it's not uh. a bit earlier, uh, but I try to be very cautious about not. Being, you know, to especially if I meet my mom, mm. uh, she just, she still says that about me. You know, it's, it's too late, you know. But instead of denying it, I said, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah, accepting yeah. it, and then but then make no changes
1: the next it. time you meet her again. <laughs> yes,
0: mom is going to be mom. Oh,
1: yeah. well, we're coming up to yes. almost the end of this show. Let's let's wrap mm. this up. We talk about the saddest part about death is regrets. Uh, we covered mm. things about letting things go, or how to shift your mindset into. Uh, mm. Taking negativity And turning it into positivity let's, let's end off This whole conversation with If you uh, You as in Angjoli, What are mm. some of the regrets That you have uh, One major regret And if you could con- mm. Turn that regret Into a concise line Because you're all about Quotes and one-liners Turn that into mm. a power line That you can use For yourself And people can just borrow it To use it for their own lives
0: wow i always do say the same thing but i think the biggest regret i ever had is with my dad Right, i, I mm. mentioned um i was never really close to him and i just regret not saying i love you to him simple you. phrases yeah. i love you because we are born in a at least my family we never expressed ourselves mm. we never hold hands we never say i love you dad we don't have that culture mm. of saying this simple three words but yet so powerful right so in in my line of i always um in this part i I just want to end off with be very generous with these four phrases three words i'm sorry i forgive you i thank you and i love you Mm. and such four phrases can help release and i think just now you mentioned about letting go Mm. or release that guilt or regret in another person by Mm. saying i forgive you or oh, I'm sorry if you have, you have wronged somebody and apologize uh, quickly, right? So that they don't hold on to that hurt mm. for too long. Um, say I thank you. So even for being just cooking a meal or driving you to your school, saying I thank you to our loved ones, even the closest one to us. Sometimes we don't appreciate them that much. And now of course to say I love you, not to boyfriend girlfriend uh, but. Really to parents, to our grandparents, mm. um, to our siblings while we are still alive, I think that's very important mm. to let them know. A lot of times I ask people and they say, oh, I know they love me, but nothing beats having that word spoken out of course. your mouth.
1: Yes, of course. Right.
0: And to have that connection. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that I used to know told me once, the, every time when she travels, like before before the flight takes off, she says, mm. I love you. Uh, like oh That's that's nice to hear It's surprising she, mm. she says I don't know when If I will even Arrive on the other side So I'd rather say it first So yeah. Sometimes we think that You know We don't say things We hold back we, we, we wear different masks And we try to Be who we are not Because we think The situation calls for it But at the end of the day Just mm. just Be your authentic self this four words what? I'm sorry I forgive you I, thank, I you, thank you and I love you. Beautiful. Mm. My mm. my lesson that I learned with regards to regret is I should mm. say no, and it's okay to say no. So mm. for many of you who are listening out there who's always making mistakes or going into situations that screw you up, think about that. Could you have prevented any of that happening just by saying no?
0: I love that. <laughs> One word no. Yes, uh, apparently this is a favorite phrase by my daughter now. Is that like a phrase where no is her favorite <laughs> one. You want to shower? No. You want to eat? No. You want to go to school? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm taking Yet, it Alia see? as my spirit animal. <laughs>
0: yes, like, as kid, you say no so easily but as an adult, we struggle to... Say no because we're scared. People won't like us. Right. We say no to that person, yeah. right? So it's okay to say no, man. I agree absolutely. Agree yeah. that hundred
1: percent. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's This episode of Dying to Meet You. If you like what you hear and you want to uh, see Young Jolie and myself do, it's unscripted, by the way. I just call her up and say, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna just go online today and <laughs>
0: Yes, <laughs> uh, as usual. <laughs> yeah,
1: and great things come, come up from this. And if you love what we do, uh, do consider uh, subscribing to the channel, uh, sharing this. Podcast mm. or video with anyone who you think would need this message, uh, who's going through mm. some form of a crisis or regret in their lives and would feel better knowing that they are not alone. Send them this message mm. please. Uh, yeah. So, for this episode, uh, my name is Eugene Tay,
0: And I'm Anjali May.
1: I will see you on Dying to Be Evil. Good night. Yes,
0: see you. Death has always been a certainty. That's what I like
1: about Anjali. It has to be a set
0: of endless topics that we can.
1: Whatever you leave behind That's the impact That you leave